listening to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now here's the host of Locked On Angels, Brent McGuire. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with your host, Brent McGuire. Before we get into today's episode, reminder that you guys can follow me at bmags94 on Twitter. You can follow my written work at crashingthepearlygates.com. And you can follow the Locked on Angels podcast on Twitter under the same name. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk to Bailey from Foolish Baseball. This was a really fun conversation, and this feels like a good day to do it, considering the Angels did not play on Monday. The Angels have a three-game set in Arlington against the Texas Rangers from Tuesday through Thursday. On Tuesday's matchup, we'll see Andrew Heaney versus Lance Lynn. On Wednesday, we'll see Julio Teron against Kyle Cody. And Thursday's matchup will be Dylan Bundy against Kyle Gibson. So again, coming into Monday, the Angels were five games behind the Houston Astros for the second spot in the American League West. They were five games behind the New York Yankees for that final spot in the American League. So again, the Angels really have to play very good baseball the rest of the year to consider making it to the playoffs, but they are a lot closer than they were even a couple of days ago. So obviously that's encouraging, but nothing else to report as of now. So let's dive into today's episode where I talked to Bailey from Foolish Baseball. We talked about his YouTube channel. We talked about some of the prominent angels such as Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and some other angels. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Bailey from Foolish Baseball. All right, I am super excited for today's episode. My special guest that I have on, I have Bailey from Foolish Baseball. You've probably seen his videos floating around, his tweets. One of my favorite accounts to follow on Twitter, one of the best YouTube channels out there. Bailey, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Brent. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Angels right now. So obviously from a team perspective, this is not a very good team. That much is obvious. But from a specific individual player perspective, there's a lot of enticing names. And that kind of shows in some of the videos that that put up. You've Mike Trout, you've got Shohei Otani, Anthony Rendon, David Fletcher, Angleton Simmons. What makes all of these guys so compelling, like in their own individual right? Well, I think you kind of said it yourself, like they are, they are, you know, individually so different from one another and yet also so skilled, you know? So for example, like the, my most recent project is on Otani. This is a two-way player. Simmons is a generational defender. Fletcher's a throwback. Everybody loves him. And then, you know, Trout's the best player of the generation. So I think what it comes down to is, yeah, the angels collectively as a team aren't, aren't great right now, but they still possess on an individual level, just some of the most compelling figures in the game today. Yeah. So like, I kind of want to bring up trout specifically, and obviously you have a video on him and about the fact that so many players were drafted ahead of them, but just talking about his, his body of work, the guy year in year out is the best player in baseball. And it's kind of unmasked when you go back and look in baseball history. There's just not many guys who are just at the top of the like wins above replacement leaderboards year in, year out. There hasn't been like a down Mike Trout season. What makes him so damn fun to watch, so compelling, and just ultimately the best player in baseball? I think a really good thing about Trout is that he passes the eye test as well. Like he can rack up the war all he wants, but he's also just fun to watch. He, his bat speed is out of this world, he, the only other player right now who has, I think, similar bat speed to him would have to be like Acuna. 
Um, the way he can just sit on a breaking ball, sit on a breaking ball, and still catch up to the fastball is is absolutely insane. Uh, he's he's a great athlete. He's he's built like a NFL strong safety, and when you watch him, you're almost surprised that he isn't. You're surprised that he chose baseball, but we're we're thankful for it nonetheless. And yeah, I mean Trout's I mean Trout's just the best player of a generation. You know, this is this is a guy who even if the Angels are losing, baseball fans should feel compelled to watch. Uh, Angels games just to watch Mike Trout in his prime because it, it is really something special and it's something we shouldn't take for granted. I want to talk about Shohei Otani as well. Um, you mentioned that the recent video you put up was on Shohei and just that incredible week that he had a couple of years ago in early 2018. I mean, you said it yourself in that video, like what he did was just, it's unmatched. We've never seen anything like that. We've never seen a guy hit home runs like that, pitch like that in the same week. What makes him so fun to watch as a two-way player? And I know he's not pitching right now. That much has been – it's been tough to not see him <clears throat> on the mound. But what makes him so fun, like, when he's doing both things at the same time? I think it's not just that he can do them, but but it's also, to some extent, the way he does it. So, for example, if he were a guy who threw – like, you know, low 90s and he was kind of always, you know, nibbling at the corners. And then if he were just like a, you know, a reasonably good hitter, you know, that would be fun on its own. But the fact that this guy, like his exit velocities are like super high, like he slugs like some of the top sluggers in the league right now. And then he gets on the mound and when he's at his best, he can, you know, touch a hundred miles per hour. There's only so there's just a small percentage of baseball players by themselves who can do that. There's only so many baseball players who can hit a, a ball 450 feet. There's only so many baseball players who can throw a baseball 100 miles per hour. And so I think the fact that he can do both is just incredible. When I think of like who's the best athlete in Major League Baseball, and you know, athlete that has a different definition for everyone. But for me, the best athlete is Shohei Otani when he's when he's on. You know, when he's doing his two way thing because he. He throws as hard as the hardest throwing pitchers, but he also hits like the best sluggers. And he's also incredibly fast too. That's another really underrated aspect of his game. So I got last question about the angels. Uh, you seem to tweet about them a good amount. You talked about Mike Trout and it'll be simple. as just putting Mike Trout or David Fletcher. How many angels games do you watch? Do you watch a good amount of them for these reasons that we've talked about? Or is it kind of just like, Oh, I see their highlights pop up or I see some statistics and I'll uh, put my thoughts out there. Yeah, I mean, so this year, especially, I found myself tuning into a lot of Angels games. I mean, so the way it works is like, I'm an East Coast guy. So, you know, and, and my, uh, the team that I root for is the Braves. So usually when the Braves play, you know, they're on their East Coast time, they're going to play at, you know, seven East Coast today. But usually when their game's done, that means, you know, the West Coast games are starting up. And so inevitably, I find myself tuning into an Angels game pretty often, just for the reasons I stated, you know, I want to I never want to get to the end of Mike Trout's career and be like, wow, I wish I watched more Mike Trout. You know, that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. And the other good thing with the Angels is that, you know, they play interesting teams as well. You know, the Astros are always interesting to watch, that the A's are uh, always fun to watch. And, you know, if they're playing the Dodgers or something like that, you know, you want to watch Angels games typically because there's just interesting teams out West to begin with. We're going to take a quick break. Make sure to stick around for the second part of the conversation with Bailey as we talk about his YouTube channel and what goes into making those videos. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Before we get back into the second part with Bailey from Foolish Baseball, just a reminder to stick around for Locked On Angels podcast later this week. I will have a few guests coming on Wednesday and Thursday's episode, and Friday will almost certainly be a recap of the week and a preview of what is upcoming for the Angels. So I want to make a bit of a pivot going to the second segment. I want to kind of ask you about when these videos like popped in your head when you wanted to start creating these YouTube videos. And I'll be honest, like I found your videos about a year ago and I, I couldn't stop watching them. I just found them to be super interesting, insightful, very different from anything that we see right now in baseball media. So where did this, where did it all start from? Where'd you get this idea? Yeah, I think it really came down to, for me, making the type of video that I myself as a baseball fan would want to watch. Um, You know, I, I, I really wanted to, um, make something that provided a different perspective on the game than what you normally saw on YouTube. Um, and for me, that was uh, embracing the analytics in a way that I think hadn't previously been done. I wanted to make sabermetric type stats accessible for everyone in a video format. And I think that's, that's kind of where it started to, to spawn from was, was that. And um, yeah, I, I, I think as far as the look of the videos, which is, sort of this sort of like 16-bit video game type style. That's actually a result of sort of like technical limitations on my part. You'll see, if you turn into a, a Foolish Baseball video, you'll see, you know, uh, these sprites of, of uh, you know, famous baseball players. And, and for me personally, I'm not an artist, but when you're only dealing with 60 pixels by 60 pixels, hey, you know, maybe I can make something half good. So it's a combination of just, um, of, of really wanting to um, provide a new perspective on YouTube, make the type of video that, that when I started didn't really exist. And, um, and, and so far it turns out I wasn't alone in thinking that that would be something that people would want to watch. Yes. I kind of want to ask like what goes into the process of making these videos? Like obviously, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Like for the reasons you just mentioned, you're putting video clips, you're bringing up stats, you're adding your commentary. You've got the, the graphics and all that kind of stuff. So like, what, where do you start? Like you say, okay, I want to talk about, Mike Trout and all those players that are drafted ahead of him. Like, where do you start? And then like, where do you go from there? I think for me, the biggest thing is like, I have to wear many hats to, to do what I do. I have to think of myself as uh, I have to write, you know, I have to be like a, a baseball writer. I have to record the voiceover. I have to create the stat graphics. I have to put it on the video editor. It's almost like, it feels like I'm doing four or five jobs at once. And for me, it's kind of splitting it into three distinct phases. So the first phase is going to be the writing phase. You know, that's when I'll do all my research. I'll 
I'll do all my queries on baseball reference play index or go to Fangrass leaderboards or something like that just to try to get those stats down. Then I'll write out the episode, you know, word for word as if I were writing, you know, an article. But unlike a writer, it doesn't end when I finish writing. It really only begins, you know, the next phase is when I'm collecting all the clips and I'm making all the uh, the graphics that you see and all the artwork. And then the third phase is just simply throwing it all in the video editor and, and trying to, to turn something out. And I, I've made more than 30 of these now. So I've there's kind of a real like routine and rhythm to it. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think for me personally, it's just if I can split up what I'm doing into smaller tasks, that's that's been the key. Yes, last question I have for you. Uh, and maybe you can't answer this because you're trying to keep it <laughs> a secret, but are there any exciting like future videos you might have coming out that you can hint at or any like plans you have going forward with the channel? Yeah, I think for me, like, I, I would like to see, you know, particularly this off season, like kind of uh, more experiments with different types of content. Uh, I, I understand that baseball bits is probably going to be always the bread and butter, but last spring I, I had the privilege of going to spring training and interviewing some players. I think that's something I would like to continue to try to do. It'll probably be in a, you know, it'll probably be in a zoom call or something like this, but uh, with the way the pandemic's going, but I think, I think getting an opportunity to, to interact with more uh, ball players is, is really a goal of mine. And that's the kind of thing that would transform me, uh, you know, less from just some guy sitting in front of his uh, computer screen all day, speculating about baseball and, and just really trying to get to know some of these guys. So I think that that's definitely a goal for mine in the, uh, in the future with this channel, as far as the near future with topics, uh, my lips are sealed. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Bailey, thanks for joining. Uh, really do appreciate it. Uh, the videos are honestly like my go-tos. I love watching them. Listeners, you can follow Bailey's work on Twitter at Foolish Baseball and make sure to go to his YouTube channel, subscribe, especially Angels fans. There are plenty of videos on there. So once again, Bailey, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Brent. So once again, big thank you to Bailey from Foolish Baseball for coming on the show today and talking about his channel and the Angels. Uh, again, you guys can follow him on Twitter at Foolish Baseball and make sure to go check out his YouTube channel. It's honestly, it's a giant suck hole. I've gone on there a couple times and watched two, three, four videos in a row. Uh, at the very least, go check out their Angels videos. They are very fun, interactive, and engaging. But that's going to do it for today's episode. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at bmags94. You can follow my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates, and you can follow the Locked on Angels podcast on Twitter at the same name. And as a final note before I get out of here, make sure to go check out the Locked on Lakers podcast and get up-to-date information on the Lakers-Rockets series. So once again, fans, thanks for tuning in today. Stay safe out there, and we'll be back on Wednesday to talk some Angels baseball.